welcome back to Endopod. If you're new here, hi! My name is Regina Sumarli and I am a third year medical student. We are excited to be back after our break and we hope you're excited for our first series of women's health episodes. To start off the series, we are going to be looking at secondary amenorrhea. We are going to discuss what it is, the physiology related to it, the people at risk, causes as well as treatment and management associated with this condition. To start off, let's have a quick look at what secondary amenorrhea is. The word amenorrhea is a term used when a woman or adolescent girl is not having menstrual periods. Secondary itself in this case pertains to a girl or woman who has been having regular menstrual periods but then stops having them. The timeline for this to be classified as secondary amenorrhea varies. For those who usually have a regular period, it is more than equal to 3 months, whereas for those who usually have an irregular period, it is more than equal to 6 months. Another similar term is oligomenorrhea, which is defined as menstruation occurring at intervals longer than 35 days apart. However, currently there is no consensus regarding the point at which oligomenorrhea becomes amenorrhea. For a postmenarchial girl or a productive age woman, a menstrual cycle interval of more than 90 days is statistically unusual and it should be an indication for an evaluation to seek the cause. Now that we know what it is, let us explore a bit about the physiological process related to the menstrual cycle and how it can be affected leading to this condition. The menstrual cycle is an orderly progression of coordinated hormonal events in the female body, resulting in the stimulation of follicular growth to release an egg and prepare a site for implantation if fertilization should occur. Menstruation occurs when an egg released by the ovary remains unfertilized and then the subsequent decidua of the endometrium is slowed in a flow of menses in preparation for another cycle. This process is coordinated by hormonal events in the female body. This includes the GnRH, or the gonadotrophin-releasing hormone, which is secreted by the hypothalamus, FSH, or the follicle-stimulating hormone, and LH, or the luteinizing hormone, both of which is secreted by the anterior pituitary gland, and progesterone and estrogen, which are secreted by the ovary. To sustain a menstrual cycle, we need a normal function of the endocrine axis comprising the hypothalamus, pituitary, and ovaries. Any disruption in the axis may result in amenorrhea. So why is this condition important? This is because some, not all, of the causes of secondary amenorrhea are frequently associated with infertility as all causes of anovulation or the absence of ovulation affecting individuals' ability to conceive. Some people are at the risk of getting amenorrhea. This includes those with a family history of amenorrhea or early menopause, genetic or chromosomal condition that affect menstrual cycle, obesity or being underweight, those with eating disorder, those who are over-exercising or have poor diet, as well as people suffering from stress and chronic illness. Now, let us discuss different causes of secondary amenorrhea. Women naturally stop menstruating during pregnancy, long-term breastfeeding and menopause, birth control pills and injections, and hormones containing IUDs can cause amenorrhea in some women as well. However, there are other causes that are more pathological that lead to secondary amenorrhea. We have talked a bit about the hypothalamic pituitary ovarian axis. This helps us classify the causes of secondary amenorrhea. 
First is the hypothalamic amenorrhea. This is when there is hypothalamic dysfunction that results in decreased or inhibited GnRH secretion, which will affect the pulsatile release of pituitary gonadotrophin such as LH and FSH, causing anovulation or the absence of ovulation. In this case, you might see abnormal hypothalamic GnRH secretion, decreased gonadotrophin pulsations, low or normal LH concentration, absent LH surge, abnormal follicular development, low serum estradiol, and normal FSH with high FSH to LH ratio. Hypothalamic amenorrhea can also be a functional issue that is caused by eating disorders or exercise or high level of prolonged physical or mental stress. This includes major psychiatric disorders such as depression, as well as other conditions such as hypothyroidism, hyperthyroidism, sarcoidosis, galactosemia, or any severe chronic medical condition. Another cause of secondary amenorrhea is idiopathic hypogonadotrophic hypogonadism. It is when there are low levels of FSH or LH, and it is idiopathic. But another thing to be aware of is the Kalman syndrome, especially if patients present with this and anosmia, as well as midline facial defect, renal agenesis, and neurological deficiencies. Kalman syndrome results from failure of GnRH cell to migrate to the forebrain and most commonly occur as an X-linked recessive disorder. Athletes may also experience secondary amenorrhea due to the synergistic effects of excessive exercise and disordered eating which cause severe suppression of GnRH, leading to low estradiol levels. Recreational drug abuse and psychotropic drug use could also be a cause of secondary amenorrhea. Another cause that we have to be aware of is POI, or premature ovarian insufficiency. This is when a woman reaches menopause before the age of 40 as a result of abnormal chromosomes, immune disorders, or damage to ovaries from chemotherapy or radiation. The cause of secondary amenorrhea can also be related to the pituitary. For instance, increased prolactin secretion from pituitary, tumors from the pituitary, and radiation or other damage can result in secondary amenorrhea. By now, we have realized the importance of hormones. Abnormal balance of other hormones such as adrenal or thyroid gland disorders can also cause secondary amenorrhea. By now, we have realized the importance of hormones. Abnormal balance of other hormones, such as adrenal or thyroid gland disorders, can also cause secondary amenorrhea. Now that we have talked about various causes of secondary amenorrhea, let us move on to discuss how they present. Due to the many causes of this condition, people may present differently. People suffering from secondary amenorrhea due to hypothyroidism, PCOS, estrogen deficiency, and pregnancy show different symptoms. Those with hyperprolactinemia can present with headaches, vision changes, or galactoria. Those with hypothyroidism can present with fatigue, dry, flaky skin, hair loss, nail changes, and palpitations. Those with PCOS can present with hirsutism, acne, weight gain, and difficulty getting pregnant. Those with estrogen deficiency might present with hot flashes, mood changes, and bone weakness. The last one, although it is not pathological, it is still a very important cause to consider. Yep, that is pregnancy. Pregnancy as a cause of secondary amenorrhea can present with nausea, tiredness, and breast tenderness.
So how do we diagnose this? We do it through thorough history and examination. Investigations we use varies depending on the result of our history and clinical examination. There are some preliminary investigations to consider in primary care to aid diagnosis or gut referral including ultrasound scan, serum prolactin, thyroid stimulating hormone, follicle stimulating hormone and luteinizing hormone, as well as total testosterone. Referral to a gynecologist may be required for women with secondary amenorrhea and any of the following. Elevated FSH and LH levels in those younger than the age of 40, recent history of uterine or cervical surgery or severe pelvic infection, infertility, or suspected PCOS. We might also refer patients to endocrinologists if they present with symptoms indicating hyperprolactinemia, low FSH and LH, and increased testosterone level not explained by PCOS, or if they have features of Cushing or late-onset congenital adrenal hyperplasia. Now, let us move on to treatment and management of secondary amenorrhea. As we know, there are many possible causes of secondary amenorrhea. Hence, management depends on what is causing it. Lifestyle changes play an important role. Surgery is also useful for tumors of pituitary, ovary, or adrenal gland. Medications can also be used to help control abnormal hormone levels. Doctors may prescribe estrogen therapy to relieve hot flashes and vaginal dryness as well as protect bones. As we know, Women with amenorrhea associated with low estrogen levels are at increased risk of developing osteoporosis. So, it is important for us to also give calcium and vitamin D supplements along with strength training. Or, even consider hormone replacement therapy or the combined oral contraceptive pill if amenorrhea persists for more than 12 months. It is important to review management and treatment annually. In conclusion, secondary amenorrhea is a term used to describe a woman or adolescent girl who has been having regular menstrual periods but then stops having them. The timeline for this to be classified as secondary amenorrhea is more than equal to 3 months for those with regular periods and more than equal to 6 months in those who usually have irregular periods. Women with secondary amenorrhea may vary in presentation depending on the cause. Thank you for listening this week and stay tuned for our next episode. Please do follow us on our Aberdeen University and Technology Society Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. Please like and share this podcast with all your friends and colleagues. If you have any requests for future podcasts, please let us know. Thank you.